Hi, welcome to the second episode of Heard and Seen. I'm John. I'm Lee. Hello. Today we're going to talk about bands whose names include letters, not words. Hopefully you'll enjoy our list as much as we do. And John's going to talk about the first band on our list. All right. R.E.M. was a band from Georgia. They claimed that their name had nothing to do with the well-known acronym that stands for Rapid Eye Movement. Seems kind of dubious, but that's what they said. They had a run of great albums in the 80s and 90s. Radio Free Europe was their first breakout hit. Hit, in this case, meaning it became a staple on college radio. They really didn't achieve mainstream success until the 1991 Out of Time album Mm. with their huge hit, Losing My Religion. Mm. You couldn't turn on the radio without hearing the mandolin from that song. They finally went their separate ways in 2011. They were one of the few bands to break up without any acrimony. They were really good. If you haven't heard their music, you should check it out for sure. It's all over the internet, I'm pretty sure. The next band had a name that included only one letter, X. Hopefully you've heard of them, but if not, they were an L.A. punk band whose songs included We're Desperate, Johnny Hit and Run Pauline, and Your Phone's Off the Hook, But You're Not. These were songs that never made it to mainstream radio, but, boy, they had some great hooks. Yep, unusual lyrics and some off-kilter harmonies. And... Don't forget their cool names. Oh, which were? Well, we had the uh, lead singer was John Doe. The uh, guy on guitar, Billy Zoom. He had the cool rock star poses. (laughs) Singer Xene and DJ Bonebreak on drums and percussion. Good name for a drummer. Exactly. I'm doubting that was his given name. What do you think? Probably not. (laughs) They almost broke through with their 1983 More Fun in the New World album, but they couldn't quite get there. That album even contained a song called I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts, which bemoaned the fact that none of the L.A. punk bands could get any airplay. Just the uh, cheesy new wave bands from England. Yeah, pretty much, sadly, but truly. (laughs) Other West Coast punk bands you may or may not have heard of, which had letters instead of words, T-S-O-L for True Sounds of Liberty, D-O-A, kind of guess that was for Dead on Arrival. Sounds good to me. I'm not really sure about that, so don't quote me. All right. Well, anyway, another band with the uh, letters for their name was the DBs. They had a brief but brilliant run in the early 80s. They were another, another college power pop favorite. Somehow, they never made it big despite their catchy songs. Their first album stands for Decibels, is the title, so I guess we know where their name came from. I have some good memories about seeing the DBs in New York City. They were fantastic, and Chris Tamey and Peter Halsapple, and I can't remember the other guys' names, but boy, did they put on a good power pop rock show. I really enjoyed it. Anyway, some of their songs that you might or might not know, once again, Love is for Lovers, which was a really catchy, bouncy power pop song that, again, should have been a hit probably. Could have been a hit, but it didn't get the airplay, I guess, to get it there. Yeah, and that was probably their best known tune. 
I personally always liked the song Amplifier. It was a dark tune about poor Danny who killed himself last night after his ex-girlfriend took everything, including the titular Amplifier. <laughs> Another band from across the pond, meaning England, for those of you who don't use our slang, um, with catchy and clever songs in the 80s was XTC. Say it fast, ecstasy, very clever. They were originally lumped into the new wave category with songs like Making Plans for Nigel, Sergeant Rock, Senses Working Overtime, and Dear God was kind of a hit, would you say? It was. On on this side of the pond. Yep, well, for Um, their Skylarking album. That's right. That was a good album, wasn't it? Yep. And it actually crossed over to mainstream radio. Uh, One interesting detail about that band is that they had a side project called the Dukes of Stratosphere. That allowed them to indulge in more psychedelic music. Pretty sure I remember seeing XTC in concert in Washington, D.C. at some point. But I've seen so many shows, I'm not sure I did see them, but I'm pretty sure I did, and I remember enjoying it greatly. But later on, they stopped touring very often because the lead singer developed stage fright. So that probably didn't help them to gain traction with American audiences. So that's a shame because their music was awesome, in my opinion. Just really catchy, clever, not, not like so many other top 40 bands that just crank out the kind of mindless songs that we hear on the radio. Yeah, they definitely weren't generic. Yeah, that's good. Um, That's true. They had good songs. And one of our other personal favorites is NRBQ. Their name stands for New Rhythm and Blues Quartet. That's a mouthful. No wonder why they shortened their name to an acronym. They're mainly known as a feel-good live band. Here's a fact, keeping in spirit of this list. They once toured with R.E.M. on the tour called the Acronym Tour. You'd probably recognize some of their songs. Rain at the Drive-In, 12-Bar Blues, Macaroo. Those are all fun gems. And Bonnie Raitt even covered their song called Me and the Boys. Are they still together and recording? They're they're still touring, but I think it's just uh, the one main lead Mm. guy... I don't think the other guys are still involved. Oh, well, after how many, 40 years, I guess that's kind of the way it goes, huh? Yep. People come and go. And now we're going to talk about a few bands that had letters instead of words in their names that you actually might have heard of. A little less obscure, more popular bands that made it because of, despite of, having names that had letters instead of words. INXS, uh, INXS from Australia. They were really popular, again, in the 80s, one of our favorite eras of music. They had a big album called Kick. Songs included Need You Tonight, which was a really big hit over in my neck of the woods here. Um, The Devil Inside, I think it was called. Yep. New Sensation. Those are the ones I remember. New Sensation, not to be confused with Lou Reed's song, New Sensations. With an S Quirl. at the end. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of le- the importance of letters. Exactly. And you reminded me about uh, some interesting things that happened within Excess a little later on and after they first started their career, right? Right. After the tragic death of the lead singer, 
they went on, they had one of the early reality TV shows where they auditioned for a new lead singer. Oh, yeah. I don't know how successful he was, but he did tour with them at least for a few months. Yeah, that's right. I kind of, I think we watched it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Or I made you watch it. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, they were very popular, and I thought they were fun to watch. They weren't the best band in the world, but... They were a little bit they were above average. Yeah, we'll, we'll give them a, a B. How's that? Yeah, Speaking right. of letters. All right. Another band okay. that I think was more than just a little above average was, and another band from Australia, was ACDC. Oh, yeah. They did okay for themselves. Again, they lost their original oh, yeah. lead singer, but uh, mm. even after he had a very Spinal Tap-like death, they replaced him, and they continued with their straight-ahead rock and roll with good riffs and fun and dumb lyrics. Mm -hmm. Their big gimmick was guitarist Angus Young, Wore a schoolboy school outfit. That was well after his schoolboy days. Yeah, they were a lot of fun just to get your rock and roll get on your, with. <laughs> get your head banging. Yeah, that's right. And in addition to having a name comprised of letters, they had a big hit called TNT. Oh, that's right, they did. Okay, well, sorry to milk the theme, but what can we say? We're yeah. enjoying it. <laughs> all right, and another huge song was You Shook Me, Shook Me All Night Long, oh, yeah. a tribute to those American thighs. <laughs> they're a bit past their prime now, but they're still touring. Yeah, they were. One of my brother's favorite bands, I have to say, I believe. If he's listening, he'll call me and correct me if that's not true. There you go. And, <laughs> and then was there one other we were going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, another one that's still touring is, yeah. uh, of course, the big, huge band called U2. Okay. As a matter of fact, they just opened a residency in Las Vegas. Bono and the other guys hit their peak popularity in the 80s, starting with the Unforgettable mm -hmm. Fire and Joshua Tree albums. They were good, I thought. They were very, they were rock, but they had sort of some... Some nuances. Know, some nuances, yeah. Yeah. Before Bono started singing to the rafters in his later albums, right? Yeah, I kind yeah. of prefer the unpretentious songs yeah. and simpler production of the early days. But yeah. I can't deny that they're still hugely popular. And they have a long list of hits, list of hits. New Year's Day, One, Vertigo, mm. Pride yeah. in the Name of Love, With or Without You. Those yeah. are just a few. Yeah, they really, they really were big, I think, here and over in England. But, uh, yeah, they're still around, still doing it after all these years, because they started in the 80s, too, didn't they? Yeah, yes, so, they did. A mere yes. 40 years ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. well... Somebody's getting old. It's not us, <laughs> I guess. not us. Okay, and not to leave out non-rock bands, there were some good R&B, rap, funk bands that had letters instead of words in their names. Locally, there was DC's own EU. They uh, were a go-go funk band, and uh, I enjoyed some of their music because I like to bop around when I listen to the radio, so that was fun music. They never really made it, I don't think, outside of our area, but they should have. I believe one of their songs was on a Spike Lee movie, so that, I guess you could consider that making it if you're a film buff. I'd say so. Okay. And then TLC, you may remember that song Waterfalls that they did. 
That was a pretty big hit, and uh, later it was covered by Michelle Nadege Ocello. She did a slower, really pretty version of it, which I almost like better than the original. It had a very different vibe to it, and it was an interesting take on the song. And there's another band you may have heard of, SWV, Sisters with Voices. They had some popularity as well. So there's a few more bands that were letters versus words names that I enjoyed listening to, probably more than you, not really your type of music to sit and listen to very much. Even so, it fits our theme of the week. So there you go. All right, cool. Lastly, since we don't want you to think we're... Old geezers who only listen to music released after 19... Um, that we don't listen to music that was released after 1995. Well, there's a couple more contemporary bands that are successful in some circles. Maybe not ours, but... Such as? BTS, the Korean K-pop boy band that teens and tweens went crazy over. Yeah, yeah. H-E-R, the guitarist, R&B singer, and then FKA Twigs. Okay, I've actually heard of them. Okay. Don't listen to their music, but I've heard <laughs> okay, of them. Okay, well, all right. That's, we'll just settle for that for today. All After right. the podcast, you can get on the Internet and listen to it. I guess I'll have to. <laughs> well, I guess that's about it for this episode of Heard and Seen. Thanks for listening, and we hope you catch our next episode. And here's a hint. Halloween's coming. All right. Take care. Bye.